Hey guys, um, before we begin this episode, I wanted to apologise for the technical difficulties you're about to hear. Uh, long story short, I forgot to plug in my microphone when we were recording, so all of my all of my talking has come from my laptop microphone, which is considerably worse than what I'm recording with now. So, sorry about that. I still think we're fairly funny, so please try and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to the Shipping Forecast. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long time since we recorded. Um, our schedules kind of got very mixed up with the current situation in the world, which we're not really going to talk about as much. I think this podcast should be a distraction from that. Do you guys agree? Um, uh, yeah. Um, I'd also just like to add, you you would have you would have thought that we'd have more time to get things done. What with us I all know, being right? <laughs> With us all being off work, but there we go. What do you mean all so, of us being off work? I'm still going to work. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Nick, it's just you that's it's been off work. It's just you, Nick. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going back next week. Um, oh, so even that. Yeah, they've, they've reopened again, so we're going to have even less time. So I'll explain what actually happened to all three of us in this situation. So Grace has still been working for the last month. It's We're currently recording this on May 2nd, so the lockdown's been going on for about a month now. Grace swaps to night shifts, is that right? Pretty much. Yeah, Grace swapped to night shifts, so we then had to figure out what sh- when we can record for her. I've still been working full-time, but I've just been trapped in a house on my own for 44 days. Not hang on, hang counting. on, hang on. Oh, yeah, we're not going to talk about it. We're all just having a <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I figured I should explain why we're not able to record right now. Or haven't oh, been able don't to. Don't give him an explanation. Just be like, suck it up, bitches. You'll get it when you get it. <laughs> <laughs> There's that too. But so, yeah, you know Nick, that could... Nick, however, has had no excuse and has spent the last month day drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and we've finally managed to rattle him out of that coma to help us record an episode. Well, actually, it wasn't you. It was the text that I got last week from a boss saying we're going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets a text from his boss, rattles him out of the day drink coma that you've been in while we've been working yeah. and all of this stuff. So, yeah, now we're finally getting around to record. We're coming back with some of the Good Omens fanfiction that we've had a lot of time to read, and we're going to start with an episode that I... (laughs) I mean, last time we talked a lot about my curiosity about the feeder thick fandom, (laughs) and Nick talks a lot about cars, so we're going to start with the two we were looking forward to the least, I think. um, I'd just like to add that only Jim will get your sexual fantasies ruined. Um, in, in this episode, it was never a sexual fantasy for me. I was just—I <laughs> thought it would be quite nice to have. Like, it's what? What to have the <sighs> fantasy, the feeder fantasy? <laughs> I, I guess so. I'm not sure where I was going with it last time. It's—I it's, guess—I guess you just want a pretty girl to sit around, like you, and feed you. Yeah, that's exactly it. And not mind that you're getting fatter and fatter and fatter. Yeah, that sounds like the ideal relationship for me. Oh, God. 
Um, I suppose I suppose there's there's somebody out there for everybody, and um, I'm sure there will be um, a manic pixie dream girl who likes stuffing your face with dirt. Who's also a chef. Yeah, who's, at who's a also a chef. Restaurant or something like that. Yeah, and who loves stuffing your face with donuts and ice cream and, and all sorts. One day. <laughs> However, this this fic did not turn out quite like that. There was there's more to this than I thought there would be. So Really? Did it Yeah, did yeah. It... I may as well dive into talking about that board, which is by Anonymous. Now I don't know if if Anonymous is the how do I describe this? I don't know if that's like a button you can set on Archive of Our Own or if this person has picked the username Anonymous. Maybe it's the um, maybe it's the hackers. The hackers. They've, they've got, it wouldn't surprise me. They've if... got nothing to do, so they've they've just written a feeder fic. What? To to fuck with people. So yeah, I've but, just checked, but... and it looks like you can set your name as anonymous on Ao3, and then any work you publish under that will just not be have your name assigned to it. All oh, right. Okay. So they. No one's going Actually, to know who you are behind that name anyway. Like, a name anyway. Sure. I was going to yeah, say... Yeah, but what if, what if you are also a prolific writer on AO3 otherwise, and you don't want to be known for writing for... something like Dadbod, for example? Okay. It is and AO3. why write it in I... the first place? I was, yeah, I was, I was going to say it's AO3. I would have thought that like having a feeder fic under your name would be a badge of honour. Especially if it's, if it's like a feeder fic which people like and um you know sort of i don't know get and this one was quite high up in the good omens searches wasn't it like it's got a hundred sorry 1700 hits in the right wow. so a lot of people have read this and they do seem to like it yeah wow okay jesus mm. so i should probably before we start i we at the shipping forecast are not here to kink shame anyone like this, you do you, and that's fine. <laughs> I don't think this was for me. <laughs> we're not going to kink shame, but by yes, I will. We're, we're not here Fuck to kink shame. Grace <laughs> yeah. is here to kink shame. I <laughs> I personally try to go into all of these fix with an open mind, and yeah, you guys are into some strange stuff. <laughs> we're not here to kink shame, but by God, we're going to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't intend to. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts before you get disturbed enough. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we'll um, see. does uh, uttering the words "oh for fuck's sake" when encountered by something count as kink shaming? Yeah, that's the point. I, what, what? Where is the line here between I, just being disgusted and kink shaming? That—that's a hard one to tread. I'm gonna say. Shall we look it up? My take on... Yeah, go on then. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, Wiki okay. House. First, How we are to... eight minutes in, and this is the first <laughs> tangent. <laughs> okay, so Wiki How, How to Kink Shame. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, let's... I'll, I'll check Wiki How properly. No, it's, I, don't, I, I, was, uh, I was only putting it into Google, but... So there are... There are two articles in Google when I type that in that are interesting. Right. The first one is how to overcome shame. <laughs> okay. And the second the second one 
and I'll wait for it to load before I say it. There are how to cope with being a diaper lover. Thirteen steps. How to, how to cope with them? How to cope, how to cope with, with being one? With well, being one. Only thirteen yeah. steps. A thirteen-step yeah. program. It <laughs> sounds like one of those. A thirteen-step program. Lose weight in six weeks as well. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound possible, does it? Live with wearing a nappy. Is the first step admitting you have a problem? Clearly. No, it's it's <laughs> the opposite actually. It's what? um what? Pretending step... you don't have a problem. Step Hi. one is know that you are not alone. Oh wow, what? okay. So it's not like hi I'm Nick and I'm an alcoholic. No. <laughs> step two is learning about your feelings and exploring it further. Oh right, okay. So step three is accepting yourself. This was written by one deal with guilt. friends. That's just <laughs> it what it is, isn't it? <laughs> So, uh, the summary of Dadbod yes. is, read, it's, a, it's a line and a half, so I'll just read the whole thing. Crowley wants a child more than anything, but his current body weight isn't ideal for carrying a baby more than nine months. Oh, so, with a little planning and a lot of praise and mutual kinks, he and Aziraphale get his weight up. Here we go, ladies and gents, it's an M-Preg fic. Oh, no. It is an M-Preg fic. Which I didn't realise going in. I probably should have with a title like that, but... But <laughs> the notes say, Super kinky shit ahead, last warning. So, expect it to get very kinky as it goes. I feel like I'm a fisherman looking into the eye of the storm and just gradually going <laughs> closer towards it, and I don't want to be here. It's, oh. what's, what's, that, what's that old saying? Um... If one preoccupies yourself with chasing monsters, then one must take care not to become the monster. And if you stare long enough into the abyss, the yeah, abyss if you stare long into the you. abyss, the abyss stares back. I'm already corrupted. Okay, and that's I where we it. are. Yeah, that's where Perhaps we are. We brought you as a guide. This was the point. <laughs> I know, but there are just some areas that you know I don't like to walk down, and I'm being forced to go down them. <laughs> I seem to recall last time we sat down and recorded. You were begging me to record to review this fic. I know, yeah, because I wanted you to suffer. Then I realised, oh shit, I'm gonna have to be here with you as well, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where everything backfired. Oh wow! So let's talk about that mm. blood. Right. Okay. No, yeah. Don't do yeah. What's this what's, to going me. Okay. what's going so, on? Okay. So canonically, um, this is set um, after the story of Good Omens. They are now living in South Downs. Uh, they have a little cottage together. Um, they're clearly living together in a relationship. And Crowley starts getting, and I believe the technical term for this is the baby crazy. So he started like dropping hints that he wants them to have a child. He'll leave his laptop open on mum's net. He'll look at listings of new cribs and start asking about, hey... How do you want the the nursery done? And eventually Aziraphale snaps, and they're like, okay, we should have a child together. Now, both in terms of canon and in terms of um, the Bible, I don't think angels and demons can have children together. So this raises a lot of questions from a law perspective. But then again, I don't think the... I don't think the Bible really goes into it anyway, no. so there is no right or wrong Probably answer. Not. It's just very unlikely 
based on an educated mm. guess, eh? But I don't know. It's a lot of questions that I'm kind of disappointed aren't brought up in this fic, but here we are. Yeah, they never taught us about it in no. theology, sadly. No, they didn't. I should have asked my we'll teacher. Have... Oh, miss, miss, can, what... can angels and demons bang? And can they can have two male angels and demons bang and have children as well? Oh, yeah. Also that. Uh, because, as we discover in the realm of fanfic, anybody and anything could do whatever the fuck the creator wants them to do. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, that's fair. So, unfortunately, there is a slight problem with them having children. Okie doke. And that is that Crowley is underweight. I didn't... Oh, so it's Crowley that's carrying it. Yeah, Crowley wants to carry the baby. Oh. And it's Aziraphale's going to be the dad. Which is, it's unusual for the, um... For this kind of fandom. Because typically, Aziraphale is portrayed as, like, the more effeminate of the two. He's, he's the soft, mothery type, isn't he? Yeah, that's that's how I would have interpreted it. But no, Crowley is going to be the maternal figure. On the other hand, in... Crowley was, like, Mary Poppins-esque. He, he did dress as Mary Poppins all the time. He did dress Mary Poppins like mm. a nanny, so... Maybe yes. that's the inspiration. I, I still, I still need to see be. this. If, if only for the Bentley. You should watch Good Omens. It is very good. Mm. And I hope none of this puts you off. Mm. Unfortunately, Crowley is quite underweight. And if you look at Dota, he's a fairly skinny lad. So that yes. kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, and apparently a lot of underweight mothers have complications during birth disregarding the fact that one of them is a demon and a male demon at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, we can see so why they come up a with complication, a complication, indeed. Yeah. So they come up with a plan. And that plan is to help Crowley gain weight. Hey. So they put together a list of all the food that Crowley likes. Turns out Goose is the main one, and he doesn't like anything with tomato in it. Which is fair enough, I'm not particularly keen on tomato either. Smart man. Goose is quite nice, though. Hmm. Which also links nicely to the last fanfiction we read, because... Oh, yeah. Goose in it. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Um, we're back to the goose imagery again. So, we cut, we time skip a bit. And there's a lot of very graphic dis um, descriptions of them eating. Uh, would you like me to read some of this? Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, go for it. I, 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 I think you're going to anyway, aren't you? Yeah. I... It was up to you guys. Why um, are you making us choose? Like, <laughs> what is this? Al there's always a choice, Grace. <laughs> I want you to remember that. Yes, and I'm picking the dark one. Read it out. So, um... You need to finish, dear. We made an agreement. Three meals a day. Yeah, already stopped eating. <laughs> he wasn't used to eating so much. After breakfast, lunch, and most of dinner, he felt impossibly bloated. His jeans were getting tight and he wanted to sleep. Aziraphale picks up Crowley's fork, spearing a chunk of roast goose. Come now. Crowley leaned forward and took a bite. He blushed when Aziraphale praised him after he swallowed. The little praises and endearments made Crowley lean forward again and again, till his plate was clean and Aziraphale was cooing. He was well aware that he'd do anything if Aziraphale was verbally rewarding him for it. I, so I... that sounds like quite... <laughs> I think I need to back it's... out of ever choosing anything again. 
So that sounds like quite a romantic scene, and then you remember what's essentially happening is Xerophel is holding a spoon to Crowley and going, here comes the food. <laughs> like that. And as soon as you think of that, it completely ruins the scene. At least it does for me. It's, yeah, it's, it's very well written, but yeah. Um... <laughs> just take a moment to imagine, like, David Tennant just sat on... I'm imagining it on a sofa, and... <laughs> Michael Sheen oh, just with a spot, just going, here comes the plane. Oh, no. For fuck's sake. <laughs> so, um, it's, uh, th- there's, bit- there's bits of this uh, that have made us cringe already, and it's not actually the sex. Yeah. But yeah, this the scene continues. <laughs> the scene continues, and I'd like to remind you, you had a choice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, you didn't have a choice. Can you, can you decide <laughs> something so we can back out of this? Um, no, Nick. Do, do you know... <laughs> Nick, I just want a yes or no answer. What are you doing? No, we'll carry on. No! Um... <laughs> no. He took a zero... No! <laughs> He took Aziraphale's oh. hand and led it back to his belly. Aziraphale hesitated before rubbing his hand in circles. It felt nice for Crowley. All of it. He felt <laughs> heavy and sleepy and a little aroused. Aziraphale's oh, hand soothed his taut belly, which protested against all the food Crowley had forced inside. He moaned a little as Aziraphale travelled below his navel. Figures, fingers lightly running over the flesh that was poking out over his waistband. So David Tennant has a muffin top here. Zerfell <laughs> 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 is just like rubbing his belly, and apparently that's quite an erotic scene. Right. I'd, oh, I'd like, I'd like to know. Um, I'd, I would actually like to know from people who are actually into feeding whether this sort of does it for them. This sort of fic. You know what? I'm just going to skip ahead to something I had planned, and I'm going to talk about the comment section, because you've neatly segued to that. Hey! So, I'm not going to read out who wrote these comments, because that seems unnecessarily cruel. Okay. But um, one of them reads, Ooh, I love this. I love how they're both delighted to see each other getting rounder and softer. They're going to end in a never-ending cycle of pushing the other one to eat more, aren't they? Oh god, okay. So yes, this is this you is working for we, them. You know how we said we wouldn't kink shame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to, but I'm trying uh, not yeah. yeah, we're 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 really trying. It's whatever you <laughs> want to do, you do you. So long as you're not yeah, hurting you anybody guys, who doesn't like, want to be hurt, then you do you. If people are into this, but by all means, like whatever floats your boat. <laughs> But chapter two, uh, I'll just read the notes. Um, I call this chapter the sexy chapter. I'm not super good at writing sex scenes, but the rest is pretty hot if you're into this. Okay. Okay. So this is when this is when it gets more sexual. Um. Uh, yeah. Let's see what happens. So Crowley considered himself to be a happy waste after three months. So they're both kind of getting chunky enough to. Really, like, get down to the to the baby-making. Uh, his thighs are now splendidly thick, and his arms have gained a little mass as well. Splendidly thick. So, splendidly Crow- thick. Crowley is dummy thick. I'm pretty sure that's written on, like, a custard I've got in my larder. <laughs> 
But which spelling of thick is on the <laughs> Is it two C's? <laughs> so, so hang on, hang on a sec. So this this demon, this spawn of Satan, really wants a family. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was it that happened in the 60s and owning a pet cat that made him want it? So, the 60s, it was the baby boom. Oh, he it? saw all these pregnant women around going, Aha! I want to be one of those. He strikes me as someone who hates kids, though. <laughs> yeah! Being, being I, a demon. Crowley, yeah. Crowley never gave... Like, I've seen how he treats his plants in the show. Oh, and yeah. in the books. And... I worry for any children if he's going to treat them like he treats his plants. Tough love. Uh, why? What, what happens? Uh, I don't want to spoil it for you. You'll find out in the show. Oh, okay. I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh. I'll tell you because... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because my, my Roomba one is, is kind of heavy on knowing how he treats his plants in some places. Oh, but, yeah, so is... basically he owns these plants and they're very well-kept plants because he frightens... The shit out of them into growing them, <laughs> making them grow nice. Yeah, so. but his his plants literally have the fear of the devil in them. And yeah. There's a really well done scene of him like torment. You know, do you remember back in Doctor Who when David Tennant would do his angry voice oh, and do yeah. all those? He he does that to the plants and they're just kind of <laughs> terrified. <shaking>. Yeah, <laughs> it's really well done. <laughs> Oh, nice. Um, I tell you what, me uh, my girlfriend likes keeping plants. I'll I'll mention that to her. <laughs> yeah, he wants. Yeah, he it said like he wants. Uh, read that talking to plants helps them grow, so he just like belts at them like. Yeah. If you don't fucking grow nice. I'm gonna put you in the dispenser. And, da, 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 da. and he does put some in the dispenser. Yes, so there's got, a very like, graphic torture scene with one of his plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. But yeah, you should you should watch Good Omens. It's very good. Yeah. Um. Uh, the shipping forecast. Uh, doling out advice to keen gardeners. Endorses Good Omens <laughs> and gardening. Move over, Alan Titchmarsh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, before they start getting down to business and conceiving a child, they have a date night. So. Crowley spends the entire afternoon putting on a lovely dress that he's found. What? Okay. Yeah, Crowley, a Crowley's dress? a cross-dresser actually, actually, this in the is show. probably the least weird we've had so far. I don't know why I'm... <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, he puts on a dress. Is, is it a so, sun yeah. dress? Is it a gown? It is. It's a black dress that he's struggling to zip up. Oh, okay, alright. Great. Of, of course it is. <laughs> so, yeah, he, it is. turns out he's gained more weight than he thought he had. So... He he tries for a while, there's two or three paragraphs of him trying to put this dress on, till eventually he gives up, and I'll quote this directly. Uh, Crowley was determined to find something to fit before he had to miracle a few inches onto something. Now, I have two problems with this. Crowley's a demon, he shouldn't really be miracling anything. Like, he should probably have his own term No, he's got, term he's got his own demonic intervention thing, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does, he does demonic interventions, it's a Zerophel that does miracles. Okay, so it's worded but, badly, and what? Yeah, I, I gotta don't know, forgive that, that of a fever thing. <laughs> I I don't forgive lore inconsistencies. Okay, <laughs> so plus I'll be kink shaming, and James will be. <laughs> I'll read anything as long as it's consistent with lore. the show it's based on. 
It's, okay. Yeah, so um, hang on a minute. We're here reading about Fat David Tennant in a dress. <laughs> and here you are. Well, the number isn't right. The, it's, it's not canon. It's not canon. But here's the thing. If they can magic up all of their clothing in different sizes, why can't he just magically put on weight? Or other magical things like making sure he can't he can <laughs> conceive normally at his size uh, that's what bugs me he can turn I've got a into theory. a snake for fuck's sake <clears throat> he is a snake but that's <laughs> oh shit do you think he'll be so. laying eggs instead oh uh, could possibly be. yeah yeah it's, i do have a theory though is it a boy mm-hmm. or a girl it's an egg <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's, it's like you know um how in Doctor Who, another um, uh, series which starred David Tennant, you know how we had the uh, the fixed points in time that he couldn't do anything about, apart from when there was that th- them few episodes where he could do something about them. Oh, yeah. You think that him having to put on weight is like a fixed thing, or? Uh, it's, yeah, I'm thinking uh, him having to put on weight. Um, he can't do it magically because it would inconvenience the plot if he could. Yeah, no that's shit. pretty much it. Because, like, the whole of Chapter 1 wouldn't exist. It'd just be like, hey, I need to get fatter for a baby. Right. Snaps his fingers. Yeah, <laughs> now I am fatter for a baby. Let's mm. fucking get this over with. Yeah, that's true. So, I do have a question for Grace, actually. What, uh, what makes what... you think I know anything about fingers? <laughs> it's... it's... <laughs> What's an A-line skirt? What? Apparently the skirt was A-line and used to fall to his knees, but now crept up further to accommodate for his larger butt. Uh, so yeah. what? what's an A-line skirt? I'm assuming it's just a skirt, if I'm honest. But I don't know what an A-line skirt is. I mean, is. you're a girl, so I just kind of assumed... I don't know, you know you what know. a sundress is, I don't. Every, everyone knows what a sundress is. What is it? Like, what makes it different it's, from any other bloody dress? It's It's floral and slightly see-through. That could be That's any dress. Much it. Mm. Nick, back me up on this. You know about sundresses, right? Uh, I yeah, I I know about sundresses. See, it's um, it's it's when you hear uh, when you hear Jonathan Pye talk about um Tip Monday, which is like the first sunny day of the year, and then all these pretty girls come from nowhere and they're wearing sundresses. Um, yeah, that's yeah, sundresses, slightly see through, uh, slightly skimpy, made of like a a loose, um. A loose sort of cloth and usually floral patterned. Mm. Okay. I think we've worked out why me and Nick know about sundresses and Grace doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the one. So they go on their date and they go. Can you guess what they do for this date? Do they go for a meal? Yes, they go for a. Many course meal. I can't remember how many exactly. Well, like no. all you can eat buffet. I think it's just a posh restaurant they go to because they're all dressed up and. Okay. They start off with canapes, and then okay. the second course is a plate of bruschetta, I believe. Okay. Yeah, bruschetta. They finish them quickly, making small talk about making small talk about village gossip. Because an angel and a demon obviously don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> I suppose not. Uh, third course is a salad topped with olive oil and served with a slice of sourdough bread. They mopped up the remaining dressing. French onion soup was next, so that's four courses. 
Crowley moaned when it was placed in front of him and dipped the spoon in before it was cool enough. I've never heard anyone moan about soup before. Mm, but no. I'm fucking starving. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so this, this episode was meant to, this was meant to be me suffering, but it seems like <laughs> it seems like I've just become immune and I'm just torturing Grace back. <laughs> so seven courses so far, according to this. So he's short of breath but continues raising tiny pastries to his mouth. He moaned after each bite in a mix of pleasure and agony. Oh, for God's sake. Is it too much to hope that he just doesn't, like, throw up all over the place? He's like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no, I've just thought about, I've just thought about what this, what this is. Now he can eat more. <laughs> it's, Sorry, you, Nick, it's, I've just thought about what this reminds me of. Okay. What the fuck does this remind have you, you of? Have you seen um, Monty Python's Mr. Creosote sketch? Yes! Yes, yes yeah, I have. That's yes. exactly what it is. Oh, no. That's what I was thinking of when I said throw up over, like, projectile vomit. Yes. Absolutely just destroy the restaurant with so demonic vomit. That's Would the one like? Monty Python film I really didn't like. So. In your life? Yeah, I was, I've tried to blank that film out all of this time. Oh, we had and now to you've compose. brought it back. <laughs> It was a That's... compulsory film in philosophy and theology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm just imagining sort of a Syrophel with a French accent going, "Would you like a wafer thin mint?" Fuck off! I'm full. <laughs> That's kind of where we are. <laughs> uh, so. They call an Uber, because they're too fat to walk home. Yeah. And I feel like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, this is probably the most relatable part of this fic, to be honest. So. <laughs> and I've seen the Vicar Dibley where she has, like, a Christmas dinner around everyone's house, and she, she gets a taxi just to go around the corner and crawls out of it. I've not. But I think that's more or less one, how yeah. this is. Yeah. Uh, so they miracle themselves so the driver doesn't notice that they're so heavy. And Nick, you're the car expert. I imagine two very fat men at this point would kind of knock the car, like make it kind of back heavy if they're both sat in the back. Um. Yes, definitely. So it's like um, if you watch. Uh, any of those like um, uh, documentaries that are done in America on like really morbidly obese people? No. Oh okay. yeah, the card kind of tilts, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. The, it, they kind of tilt when they get in. So okay. the car would be struggling right now, but uh, it gets worse. This is an um, Uber, not a standard taxi. And if you, I don't know how how often you've been in Ubers, but often they'll have like little treats in the back. And it oh, was at this point. In the back of this it was at this though. point that Aziraphale's eye caught the oh, handful. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up about the nuts. <laughs> it's at this point he noticed a handful of fun-sized chocolate bars. God. Can and I? <laughs> yeah. Can I take um uh take us on a very slight other tangent about fun-sized okay. chocolate bars? Sure. Okay. Why do they call them fun size? I because know, right? <laughs> usually, right. I would be having more fun the more chocolate I had. <laughs> so why do they call them fun size? Because... They fall out of pinatas really easily. 
Well, yeah, but so would, so would like a king size Yorkie. In fact, like <laughs> okay. or one of them dairy milks that's so, like the size of a I'm fucking house brick. I'm going to agree with the because yes, you know, like the one pound bags of Skittles you get. Yeah. The ones I typically take into the cinema as well. Yeah, the apparently they are the family ones. sized. <laughs> that's a lie. I've been eating family sized bags of Skittles to myself <laughs> this entire time. <laughs> And no one told me <laughs> that this could feed a whole family. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. It's like when you look on the back of a ready meal and it says, serves two to three people. Yeah, it's insane. I don't yeah. buy any of these kind of amounts. It's, it's wrong. If I want it's to eat... It's provably wrong. If I want to eat an entire cottage pie for my tea, I will. Yeah. So, they get out of the taxi, they struggle into the cottage. I imagine this is kind of like one of those Three Stooges scenes where they they just kind of... Sorry? I want to know, did they... I don't know why I want to know, but did they (laughs) or did they not eat the fun-sized chocolates? A few won't hurt. Aziraphale unwrapped the first candy and took a dainty bite. Oh, I Crowley see. Crowley okay. rubbed oh, no, harder, feeling how Aziraphale's body was protesting against the chocolate and caramel. I didn't ask for a narration. That only stretched no. a little further. No. When they arrived at the cottage, <laughs> three hands were working at Aziraphale's belly and small pieces of wrappers. A small pile of wrappers laid between them. So he ate a lot of the fun-sized chocolate bars. But the driver received a nice tip and five stars as Aziraphale moaned about he shouldn't have kept eating. Yeah, probably shouldn't have done. Well, yeah, it's his own fucking fault then, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> How did they have room? They had to get a taxi because they were know. so full. And then there were fucking sweets in there and they were like, oh yeah, go on then. And they ate the whole bowl, are you joking? I'm assuming he's using magic to kind of like make his belly bigger. What, to have like the stomachs of a cow. Yeah, I'd assume so. That's the only way this works. Actually, yeah, if, if they can turn into animals, I reckon like a Xerophel would be a cow. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> he looks kind of like one with all the white cow. I don't know. Cows are good though. That's not a diss on a Xerophel. No, it's not. Cows are nice. Carry on. <laughs> So they get they get in the they get in the cottage and yep they they get in the bed as said by this uh, this scene angel oh god get on the bed and then they go and to sleep fantastic Good then time. they try they try to have sex what but unfortunately <laughs> they're both very fat right now <laughs> what and okay yeah they can't line up, shall we say. Okay, oh dear. They try a couple of positions and eventually they find one that works. Do you want me to go into graphic detail? Never do I want to. <laughs> but you keep saying yes. Before, so. I know, but okay, okay, but tell me when you're going to start and then like clap for when you're done so I can tell you. <laughs> <if I'm done. laughs> I'm not going to. It's okay. I'll I'll leave this to the reader. Chapter (laughs) 3. 
Yeah. Oh, this is the, this is the oh, chapter. Oh, this I've is gone. only the third chapter. That was chapter two of them getting preggers. Mm. Oh yeah, they, they are they are, are preggers now, aren't this they? This is the last chapter. This is the oh, one that God. came out while I was like in a hiatus. Okay, go on. So there's a time skip. Uh, Crowley is now 42 weeks pregnant. Okay. Uh, I don't know the maths, but I think that's pretty close to when the baby comes out. Uh, Aziraphale was going to bring him breakfast in bed, but he couldn't get comfortable, so he came downstairs. Uh, they're going to go have a lovely walk together. Um, that's nice. I think that's it for that kind of section. Oh, oh, they're debating on if it's going to be a boy or a girl. Or an egg. And Or an egg. Or an well, egg. That's, that's not really a choice that comes up in this. <laughs> they, they think it's going to be boy or girl. Um, okay. Of course, they can use magic to, to not only look into this, but determine it if they wish, but the, they'd never bring that up. They've dec- decided not to. Um, then they run into their neighbour, Elaine, who kind of talks to them about being pregnant and such. So Elaine is our first OC character in this, and our last. Thank God. For now. Uh, Elaine is shockingly accepting and knowledgeable for her age as well. She had never questioned it that Crowley was pregnant. When when other neighbours had done double time. I I suppose she is a bit of a Mary Sue, but it's it's a minor appearance, so I'll forgive them for that. Oh, oh. What's hang that? on a minute, hang on a minute. Elaine doesn't know as much as um, as much as she thinks about pregnancy. Yeah? What is that? Um, well, I'm just, I'm just reading down just well, before it sort of goes... Do you know more than Elaine? <laughs> I think he does, actually, if he's reading the bit I'm thinking Well, of. yeah, just hang on. Um, he's, he's, here's one. They're sort of talking away, and Elaine says, hopefully that's soon, Elaine said. Have a glass of wine tonight and relax. You can yeah, have so... wine. I thought this was aimed at Aziraphale, truth be told, but now I've read that sentence properly, it's no, not. It's, it's aimed at Crowley, the pregnant yeah. one. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to drink while you're pregnant. That is absolutely true. You're, you're not, not supposed, supposed to drink, but you are allowed one glass as uh-huh. However, do not take my word for it, pregnant readers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to cause any issues. <laughs> Look it up. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm typing it in now. If we're going to be sued, I don't want it to be for that. <laughs> you are limited to one or two units of alcohol. Hey. Ah, right, okay. Apparently, it is safest not to drink at all, but if oh. you must, one or two units of alcohol. <laughs> if you must. If you absolutely must. So... I, I still say no, I wouldn't, if I were you. <laughs> but, yeah. on, but on the other hand, Crowley's a demon. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure it matters. <laughs> so, I may need help with the pronunciation here. Yeah, I'm going to put this in the chat. How would you pronounce this name? Um, hang on. Oh, I don't know. Um, Give up immediately. Because I, I don't know. I'm going to go with Cersei. So S A R S A O I R S E. I know it's an Irish name, and I can't read it. <laughs> I'm is struggling. It a, is it actually a name? I think it's a real name. Yeah, I've seen it around, but I wouldn't know how to pronounce it. Swash. Yeah. Swash sauce. Oh yeah, there's a there's a, 
The first result is an eight-second video of how to pronounce this name. Yeah. Oh, go on then. Um, how? Well, I'm going to listen to it and I'll tell you. I wait with bated breath. Susha. 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 Okay. So that's the name they're going to choose for the baby if it's a girl. Okay. And apparently it means freedom. Okay. How adorable. All right, carry on. What? Or, <laughs> or Pelham if it's a boy. Pelham. 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 And Aziraphale reckons it's going to be what a boy. Crowley mean? reckons it. I'm I'm googling that right now. That's apparently it's a apparently it's a typeface used in the Times New Roman family. <laughs> <laughs> um, in fact, um, I'm just uh, I just had a look at um, uh, sort of Google Maps because I'm pretty sure Pelham's a place. So Pelham is a boy's name of English origin meaning tannery town. (laughs) (laughs) So so their choices are freedom or tannery. (laughs) Freedom or tannery town. Yes. Freedom or Essex. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not that kind of tannery. I just, I just had a look because I, I'm, sh- I'm sure Pelham was a place, and um, apparently it is a place. Just, uh, just, <laughs> just across, a just a, famous for its tannery. Yeah, it's, apparently. Just, just across the, um, just across the bridge from, uh, from me in Immingham, um, <laughs> there is a Pelham Hotel. Yeah, which probably used to be a tannery. <laughs> yeah, which probably used to be. Um, and you oh, think? Please, it? please look it up and see if it used to be a tannery. <laughs> So this is the thing. Aziraphale has been around since the dawn of humanity. Like, he He was there for Adam and Eve. He should know better than naming someone after a tannery. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, I'm impressed. (laughs) But trying to wrap up, just so Grace can go get food. And I've only two more paragraphs till I'm done. So, um... They're debating about the name, there's a time skip, and suddenly baby Susha is born. Okay. And oh, thank God they don't describe the birth. They Yeah, that's the thing. They skip the birth. Um, <laughs> they talk about this adorable ginger child with bright blue eyes and promise to show her all the neat things humans have invented. Hey! Uh, they, they would fall asleep together that first night and 18 months later begin it all again. What? So they choose to have another child. They do it all again, (laughs) 18 months later. They get chonky, they have a child again. They get chonky. (laughs) They get chonky. (laughs) They get chonky. Is that a technical term? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. Okay. And that's the end of Dad Bod. This is one of the first ones, it's actually got a proper ending that is finished, which is rare in fan fictions we've covered. Yeah, I mean, mm. usually, usually they just sort of tail off, and then you never know. Exactly. Yeah. None of the ones we've left on a cliffhanger have updated. I checked before we started recording. Mm. Oh, I'm so upset that one didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We need. We need to know. We need to know um, the ending of that. I'm yeah. very, very close to setting up an account just to like bully <laughs> them into finishing <laughs> it. May as well. Like, I might send them. I might not bully them. I'll just kind of like, hey. We enjoyed this. Can you please continue? <laughs> I yeah. need closure. It's so yeah, chapter s- three, fairly kind of free of any of the sexual stuff. Or the eating. Which which is, I appreciate. Yeah, it was more wholesome, I suppose. Mm. 
So, I may as well talk about ratings while we're here. And then we'll move on to Nick's suffering. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of romance and stuff, I would argue it's fairly romantic, but not massively. I think this gets a two or a three from me. Because uh, for people yeah. who are into this, it seems like it's quite good. But there are they skip so many things that I'm just kind of not impressed with it at the same time. Uh, in terms of romance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I imagine if I was here for all of this, I would have wanted to see the birth and things like that. I'm kind of glad that we didn't, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I'm just trying to find... I do this every time. I can't remember where I write down the ratings, and I can't remember what we rate these things on. <laughs> we would like to remind our listeners that the shipping forecast <laughs> is... Um, Again, a, every uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think I think this is it. Yes, okay. There's So we rate it on romance, canon... Weirdness, and if we liked it or not. Yeah, that's all. So, romance, I'm going to give it a three. Canon, I'm giving it a zero, because I'm... (sighs) There's so many... I mean, it's... Actually, no, I'm going to give it a one, because they managed to tie it in, like, setting it after all of this went on. That's fine. But at the same time, like, the, the use of miracles is so bizarre and unsparing, and... Oh, I've lost my words. I was just going to say, it just seems very out of character. More than yeah, anything. Yeah, I yeah, was, yeah I they seem to that. have flipped it. Like, Crowley is the effeminate one in this, where typically they usually portrayed the other way around. And I don't imagine Aziraphale as a father figure, typically. But maybe that's just me. Yeah, I was, I was sort of thinking that. I mean, um... I haven't seen the the series yet, um, but I would have thought that yeah, it, it probably would have been the other way around. Like mm. Crowley wouldn't give a shit about kids, but yeah, he's a demon. He's yeah. and he's so horrible to his plants that I can't see see him being a very caring mother. Yeah, like just I think he'd be a very terrible parent. Mm. But like, <laughs> if your kid's half demon, maybe that's what you need. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, I don't know. That's another thing. It, uh, there's so many questions about how this would work, them having a child. Yeah, but... maybe we just like don't give them enough credit. We're too deep in our angel demon AU bias. <laughs> maybe so. Um, there's also weirdness. It will come as no surprise. I'm rating this a five out of five on the weirdness. It, yeah, it was it was yeah. weird. I, I would I'd rate it a bit less than a five. You reckon? Because I think that weird actually happened. Oh, I, yeah. I suppose you have a point. Like the sex was short and over quite quickly. Yeah, and like. Uh, yeah, I'll give you nothing. That. Nothing really weird happened. Like no one suddenly grew extra limbs or like teleported mm. places people weren't exploding in the street or okay like, i'll knock it down to a four shit. yeah i mean okay four it, was, out of five. it was pretty slice of life let's be honest okay that's fine and finally did i like it i don't think i did but i don't think i'm meant to i don't think i'm the target audience for this what do you guys think 
Um, I don't know, if you were the target audience, do you think you'd have liked it? Yes, I think so. And looking at the comments, they seem to agree with that, Mm -hmm. that this is a well-written fic. So if if this is your cup of tea, this is where you should go. Get some biscuits and start dunking. (laughs) Get some biscuits and start dunking. And talking of biscuits, I think we shall take a break and then we'll come back to Nick suffering. Oh, thank God. All right. (laughs) Yeah.